The easiest thing I've done was to get out from under the labels and to live the life that I live. The most difficult thing I've ever done was to believe that I can do it. You have to tap into suffering every day of your life because we have so much scarring that we have to clean up. You have to look at suffering as almost like I look at failure. To succeed, you must fail. In failure and in suffering, all the answers are in there. All the answers to all the test questions, the test is your life. All the answers are in there. You don't have to live in suffering and pain and failure all the time. You have to learn, I need to visit it. Like people hate working out. You're only going to visit working out maybe an hour a day. 23 other hours of the day, you're not in it. But how you become in shape is you must visit suffering, visit working out one hour a day. Visit suffering one hour a day. Visit your past failures one hour a day. The relationship with it is the answers are in there. They are in there within the suffering. Go in there and I call it the live autopsy. The live autopsy, how you find out someone died, they crack you open after you're dead. How you can live is do it while you're alive. Go back in your brain, crack it open while you're alive. Don't wait until you're fucking dead to figure out why you died. Do it while you are living. Go in there, go into the suffering, go into the pain of your life and say, why did this suck for me so bad? Why am I afraid of all this stuff? Why have I shut down the whole world? I guarantee I'll tell you why you shut down the whole world. It's in these nooks of the suffering within your brain, in the scarring, are all the answers to why you are on the couch feeling sorry for yourself. They lie within the scars. Visit them for at least an hour a day, study them, and then you'll find out more about yourself. You will then grow. So don't look at it as every day I suffer. Go into it an hour a day. Learn from yourself, learn from life, learn from your failures, learn from your insecurities, learn from your self-doubt. Don't just say, I'm afraid to jump out of an airplane. What makes you afraid of it? Study it. That's why I studied my mind. Why I became so powerful in the mind because I realized I was weak. So instead of running away from the mind, I dove into it and said, what is making me weak? Oh, this makes sense. I came from hell. I came from a place that beat me down to nothing, which is why I'm afraid. All this makes sense. So systematically, one by one, I went back and met every single person in my mind, every situation. I went one-on-one -on -one with them again in my mind. I said, okay, let's now revisit this. And that's how you do it. That's how it works. When you live in a dominant culture that is designed to destroy your sense of self and your belief in yourself, and you have to learn ways in which you can begin to connect with this power that you have within yourself to handle where you are. The key is to be constantly in a perpetual process of discovering the truth of who you are and fighting constantly to look for ways in which you can escape the inner conversation. You know every painful moment. You remember it. We try to put it under a rug, lift the rug up, you'll find them. So how's, yeah, that's how I was able to write that book. You, you don't forget that shit. No. You want to, and that's where you fail, by trying to forget it. That's yeah. where you fail, that's where there's no growth.
Let's just move forward from all this. There's no growth there. There's no growth there. No. You yeah. just want to forget about it. You will continue making the same fucked up mistake. You will continue doing the same things wrong if you don't go back. So as I'm talking and as I'm going back, I'm very aware that I'm going to do that. And I may do it for 45 minutes. And then I'm like, you knew you were going to do this. You have to be very aware of the conversation you're having while you're doing it. Because your mind chooses the path of least resistance. Your mind has the ultimate tactical advantage over you. It knows what scars you. It knows your fears. It knows your insecurities. And it protects you. That's why I talk about the 40% rule in my book. The 40% rule is all about the brain has the tactical advantage over you. It knows and it, it keeps you away from all that. That's why it says don't jump out of an airplane. Don't go in the ocean where there's sharks. It's a protective mechanism. Don't go back to the place where your dad beat the shit out of you in your mind. Don't go back. The brain protects you, but protects you so much it doesn't allow growth. So the brain is an amazing thing, but the brain controls you. You must control it. You must take power over your own mind or your mind will guide you into all the soft spots, soft places that your brain wants to live in. Life is, is going to beat up on you in so many ways, and many things, they come back. You know, negative thoughts and, and how you feel about yourself, they don't die. They, they come back once you stop doing the maintenance work on your mind. So there's so many things you can do to get outside your own head to then allow your body to just be like, hey, we're just a machine. But you have to let your mind be able to process all these different tactics to do that. Take a different vantage point in life. Mm -hmm. When you are in the hell, you can't see the beauty of being in it when you're in it. Get on top of that mountaintop in your mind. Get on top of that mountaintop and look down at what you're doing. You can see a whole different world. That world is beautiful. But you got to get a different vantage point in the suck. Don't be in it. Spiritually, get out of it. Get that soul. Look down on what you're doing. Be amazed by the process of where you're at now and where you came from.